0: This is the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. Here's your host, life and weight loss coach, Dr. Michelle Tupman. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, I want to talk about a very powerful question that you can ask yourself to help you on your weight loss journey. And I came up with this after listening to two women have a conversation in the Starbucks line ahead of me, probably a couple weeks ago now. And I was listening to this conversation, realizing that it's probably one I've had with a friend a million times over, and never really thought twice about it but as as a bystander to this conversation sort of eavesdropping because they were talking about weight loss i'm i'm always interested i was i was actually a little bit surprised by by what i heard and i couldn't help but wonder what if and so normally i don't like what if questions because i feel like you know, our, our lives and our weight loss journeys based in reality, right? We're bumping up against all of the difficult stuff all of the time. And to wish it away with what if statements, I think sometimes is a broken strategy. But I think in this instance, it's a very powerful question. And in fact, I've been asking myself this question so often since I heard these two women talk, and it's really made a difference for me. So I wanted to share that with you today. So the conversation. I was standing in line and, you know, first of all, what happened to eggnog at Starbucks? You know, it's my favorite holiday treat to get a chai latte made with eggnog and they haven't had it for the last couple of years and it really bothers me because I'm not a coffee drinker and I like chai lattes, but, you know, because of the sugar and some of the crap in there, I really only get one, um, you know, every few months as, as a little bit of a treat and that's precisely what I was there in Starbucks for this time. And so there were two women, girlfriends ahead of me in line, talking about um, one of their knee pains. So she was going on and on about how her knee has been giving her grief for months now. And she hadn't seen a doctor and she hadn't gone to a physiotherapist. And her friend asked her, well, why? Like, why don't you just go see a physiotherapist? And the woman said, I mean, I know what I need to do. I need to lose weight. And then my knee pain will be better. And that's the final solution. So there's really no point going to physio because that's probably what they're going to tell me anyway. And it's possible that the physiotherapist may indeed have said that to her, but it's also possible that even if they did say that, they could help her in the meantime. And The question that was going through my mind as I heard this conversation was why wouldn't you want to help your knee pain out now in the meantime while you're working on your weight loss? And then the second thought that I had is, and, you know, I was listening to these women talk for a couple of minutes, and and they went on to talk about weight loss. And I, I got the distinct impression that this was something that both of them had tried over and over and over again, just like many of you with no success. And that's unfortunately the reality for many women is that they simply don't lose their weight. And so the question then becomes, you know, if that's the case, if weight loss is not likely, why wouldn't we be doing other things to help us feel better, whether that be knee pain or energy or emotional things like confidence and joy? Like that's, so that's, that's, that's the question. And what I wanted to ask that woman was what if, that what if question, what if I flipped a switch on the world and everybody was stuck at the weight that they're at now for the rest of their adult lives. Like if if I could just magically freeze us all in, in the weight that we have now, what would you do differently? And here's why I think this is such a powerful question. It's a powerful question because it takes the pressure off of having to lose weight, right? And if this woman in Starbucks wanted to lose weight so that her joints would feel better, and she never loses the weight, then her joints are never going to feel better, right? And so the question that I wanted to ask her is, what if, what if you knew you wouldn't lose your weight, and you would be at this weight forever, what would you do to help your knees? She probably would go to physiotherapy, maybe see a doctor, maybe get on the list for replacement, you know, whatever, whatever it is that she had to do. But she would probably go out and do it, knowing that weight loss wasn't going to happen for her. And This has been such a powerful question for me. And I I think, you know, back to this woman often um, when I ask myself this question, because I think the irony is if she were to go get help for her knee, if she would work on that pain relief so that she's able to move her body more, she would probably increase her chances of losing weight. Like that is the irony of everything here. And this is often the problem with weight loss is that we get so wrapped up in all of the rules that we set for ourselves. And we set often very unrealistic expectations for how much weight we can lose in whatever period of time. And then when we don't meet those goals, we beat ourselves up. often by derailing our weight loss efforts and going back to square one or even, you know, before square one, where, where we're heavier than we were um, before we started that last diet. And we are always talking about the importance of focusing on healthy habits rather than weight loss. And I think many of us are getting more successful at doing that. But at the back of our minds, the motivation is still weight loss. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is what if we took that motivation away? What if we removed weight loss for the equation, like completely removed weight loss from the equation? Would we approach things in a different way? So I want to ask you that question, what if I flipped a switch and you were stuck in the body that you have now, at the weight that you have now, what would you do differently? It's like when I ask myself that question, I get a lot of answers back, right? I get answers that I would move more in a way that makes me feel better and you know even though i'm a weight loss coach and i'm i'm a physician and i intellectually have all of this knowledge i know exactly what i should and shouldn't do to lose weight i know what's most likely going to work for my body just from a scientific point of view but the problem is that i get so um caught up in those rules that i don't even you know i i don't even know what my body wants anymore sometimes like but, uh, for the most part, I've let a lot of that go, but there's a few instances, and certainly exercise is one of them. So, I've spoken on this this podcast before about my journey with weightlifting in the past, and um, having a personal trainer, and my journey through the gym over the years, and. I really have this idea in my head that I need to lift weights X amount of time per week, and that's what I need to do for weight loss. And even recently, as I've been studying for my obesity medicine exams and all of these things, the importance of weightlifting has, or at least resistance training in some form, has been emphasized. And the thing is, is what happens in my brain is I say, if I can't do resistance training, then like movement is just a waste, so I won't do it at all, right? And that that's the dialogue that still goes on in my head. But when I ask myself, what if I take weight loss out of the question? If I'm just stuck at this body forever, what would I do differently? And I would just move every day doing the fun things that I love, right? I love boxing classes. I love kickboxing classes. Um, I like hiking classes on my Peloton treadmill, right? These are things that I love to do. And lo and behold, hold, you know, once I started asking myself that what if question, I've started moving my body much, much more, um, simply because I'm not, you know, I'm no longer concerned about, oh, if I'm not losing, if I'm not lifting weights, I'm not going to lose weight. And so there's no point. So it's just been a way to switch my brain to looking at this from a totally different perspective. Now, another thing that I've always struggled with is bread, right? And from oh gosh, I don't know which round of Weight Watchers, kind of one of the earlier rounds of Weight Watchers that I did. um, Bread was where um, it started to get demonized for me. So bread was a big no-no. It cost me lots of Weight Watchers points at that time to eat bread. And I just developed this fear of bread. And even if I made it at home... (laughs) right? And I knew exactly what was going into it. And I, I, I just had this, you know, fear of bread, and it still creeps up um, every now and again. And what I've learned over the past year or so is that having a quick sandwich is what works best for me when I'm on a shift in the hospital. It's like I don't have time to sit down and eat a salad. I don't even have a place to have, you know, a quiet lunch or, or anything um, in the hospital where I work. It's really just what can I grab as I'm doing my charts or looking at x-rays or something and, and sandwiches, actually sandwiches cut up into quarters that I can eat one quarter at a time has been perfect for me. And the thing is, when I do have a sandwich at work, I actually feel relatively full and I'm not tempted to stop at McDonald's or you know do something else silly um, on the way home from work and so I think like when I look at the scales like the balance of positive and negative that scale then it, it it's much more positive for me to just take the freaking sandwich to work even though I have to have this mental drama about the bread every time I make the sandwich but once I started asking myself like what if weight wasn't an issue like what what would I do and then the sandwich just became a no-brainer It's like, of course, I'm gonna take the sandwich to work. It's easy. It keeps me um, full and happy at work, and I'm not stopping for unhealthy snacks on the way home. I, you know, I end up feeling great all the way around for like just four pieces of bread over the course of a week, right? So this question has really been very powerful for me, and in you know a third way that it's been useful for me is just kind of in my life overall. So. These last few weeks, I have been freaking exhausted. Work is just piling up. I feel like I have too much on my plate and I've just had to backpedal a little bit to get my life back on a schedule that makes sense so I've done that now like i've I've worked things out so that I have um, clinical days and admin admin days and ways of health days um, fairly consistent from week to week and I can be on a regular sleep schedule and where this has always been problematic for me is in my head I've always said that you know if I don't put x number of hours into my business every week then it's just gonna you know crumble apart and fall away and to some extent that's probably true but when i when i use that what if question For my business, it's like, what if this is as far as my business is gonna go? If where my business is at right now is the end point, what would I do differently? And lo and behold, as soon as I did that and I took the pressure off of my business to grow, just like I've been taking the pressure off myself for my body to shrink, my creative juices started going crazy. I've got this beautiful plan um for programming coming out for you and in twenty twenty three. And it was all because I just took, you know, this pressure pressure away um, to grow. And ironically, what this has afforded me is that mental peace to um, have reasonable work hours over the course of my week to stop working after dinner and spend time um, with Rob and the dog. And it's just been so much better for me because I feel like I have so much more energy. I'm healthier and I'm just more creative and productive during the day. And that really came from asking me that, you know, that question is what What if this was as far as my business is going to go. Totally took all of the pressure off me. And so this is now a question that Rob and I have been asking each other all the time. And it's really been um, super effective in getting both of us moving forward in our projects, because it just takes the pressure off. And if we circle all of this back to weight loss, I've mentioned, you know, so many times on this podcast, and you know, many of the people that I've interviewed, um, as well has talked about the negative effects that stress has, not just on our weight loss, but on our health in general. And a lot of that stress is um, like we can't help it. It's external. It's coming from sources that we can't control. And we know that that's just what life is. And that's one thing, right? But when we start piling on all of the internal expectations all of the stress that we put on ourselves to be perfect or to perform in a certain way or to make a certain amount of money or to you know show up as the perfect parent or you know whatever it is for you when we start putting those expectations on ourselves and that includes the expectation to lose weight then things become so much harder, right? When we're putting so much pressure on ourselves to perform and succeed and to meet our goals, it just shuts so many of us down. And so I encourage you to ask yourself today, what if, this is it for my weight loss, what if this is the body that I'm going to have, this is the weight that I'm going to have, what would I do differently? And if you find yourself struggling with certain food rules that you've been grappling with, or like me, getting more movement into your life, or sleep, or water, or eating slowly, or whatever the challenge is for you, can you just, you know, take a step back and ask yourself that very powerful question? And, you know, the final point that I'd like to make around all of this is it's not always just the expectation that we put on ourselves to lose that weight or to meet our goals. It's also what we think we're going to achieve when we lose the weight or meet our goals. And oftentimes we believe that we'll feel more confident, happier, more successful, more joyful when we lose the weight. And I'm telling you that that's not the case, right? It's I, I've just seen this happen so many times that you lose a little bit of weight and you still hate your body. You lose a little bit of more weight and you're still worried what other people think about you. You were you then, you know, lose some more weight on top of that and you think that you'll be happy and other things are happening in your life and you're still not happy. And the point that I'm trying to make is all of these emotions are separate from your body they just are and one way to embody those emotions that you want whether it be confidence or happiness or you know joy or stability or balance or peace or whatever it is for you i think you need to ask yourself that same question what if like what if the circumstances of my life are not going to change, that this is the life that I have, what would I do to feel confident or joyful or peaceful or balanced or, you know, whatever it is for you? And that question has also been quite powerful for me in helping me bring a little bit more balance in terms of my work life back. And, you know, as I, you know, I asked myself, like, what if, This is what my life is going to be from now on. And that just made me shudder, right, to think about the long working days and um, all of the different hats that I have to wear. It was just exhausting thinking about that for the rest of my life. And that is another thing that really just spurred me to take a step back and reprioritize how I'm going to arrange all of these priorities in my life. And so very powerful question. What if this is how it's going to be? What would I do differently? All right. So I'd love for you to experiment with that question. If you get any insights or ahas, please let me know. I'd love to hear. You can reach out to me on social media. I'm at Ways of Health on both Instagram and Facebook, or you can email me at at michelleatwaysahealth.com and I'll see you next week. Bye for now. Uh oh,